Welcome back, guys. Mountain Meditations. This is episode 12. Uh, we're still in the first season. Uh, we've got Tristan back. I know we skipped last week because um, he had 103 fever. And he's basically been dead for about two weeks now. So we're, it's good to have him back. Tristan, how you feeling? Uh, I'm doing a little better, guys. I caught strep throat. That sucked. But yeah. now I'm back to like uh, like 80% right now. Not back to 100, but I'll get there. Yeah. So what are we going to talk about today? Uh, we're going to do the most meta podcast ever. We're going <laughs> to... Why are podcasts popular? Ooh, that's good. So well, I, I think I want to first to start this off, I want to rattle off some stats. Because uh, yeah, that Jamie, can get pull us that started. Up. <laughs> pull it up. Um, so... 26% of people listen to podcasts. So this was a, a study from 2018. I think it's more than that. I think that was probably, um, may, maybe that was like regular listeners. Um, but 26% of people is still a good amount. So, But it has gone up 2% since uh, 2017. Yeah, yeah, I can get that because I listen to a, a handful of podcasts pretty regularly. Like the Joe mm -hmm. Rogan Experience, Meat Eater Podcast, The Andrew Clavin Show. But I yeah. listen to significantly more off and on and like going through YouTube clips, certain highlights, stuff like right. that. Yeah. So it's not like a regular, like I'm not, I'm the same way. I'm not really dedicated to one specific one. But um, yeah, so yeah. biggest demographic, um, it's actually a huge gap, 25 to 54 which is not something we saw back in, for example, YouTube, um, you know, in that podcast and where we talked about like memes, you know, that's, that was a very <laughs> small demographic there. It's yeah. a short age range. Now we're talking like actual adults. <laughs> so real um, people. Yeah. So I, I think that's, that's something interesting we find with podcasts is that, um, a lot of older people do listen to them and, I think part of it is because we're, well, not we, because I'm not really an old older person, but um, is that older people are doing things. So they're like, they're driving, you know, you mentioned driving, that that's one thing, one way you like to listen podcasts to podcasts. Podcasts are great on a long drive. Yeah. Um, and like working, like I'll, I'll listen while I'm doing um, video editing, uh, when I'm doing graphic design stuff, uh, basically anything that involves like, you know, looking at a screen. And you don't need to use your ears for that. So it's basically like a replacement for music in a way. But it's like, it, it does cause you to think as well. And so, according to Apple, there are over 550,000 podcasts in the world. One of those is us. One of those is us. And you should follow us on every single social media now. We're on Twitter at InDev Studios. Uh, yeah, and if you want to go to InDevStudios.com and just click on a bunch of ads, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. You don't and, have to buy you know, anything. Just click them. <laughs> Do it for your and, boys. <laughs> we're on Instagram, Mountain Meditations. We're on YouTube, Mountain Meditations. We're on iTunes, Spotify, yada, yada, yada. So uh, comedy is the most popular podcast genre, which I was surprised at. I thought it would be the true crime stuff because that's whenever people talk about podcasts, they always bring up true crime. Um, very, very popular uh, genre because... I, and I think the reason for that, I was going to talk about that later on, might as well bring it up now. Um, 
it, it's like storytelling. You know, you go through all, an entire story. You're kept in your seat. You're you're gripped by the tale that is being told to you, and it, you get to step into another world. We talked about that in um, which was that? It was the comedies one, the, just yeah, the yeah. last episode, episode eleven. We talked about escapism, going into another world. You know, um, it's something. It's a really valuable thing, which sounds really sad, but that's the sad reality of life is yeah. that sometimes we don't like reality, so we like to go to other places. Um, and we don't experience murder. If you live in a nice neighborhood, you don't experience murder on a day-to-day basis. Exactly. So it's, <laughs> it's like fascinating <laughs> to listen and learn about those things and like the mentality behind murder and like why that happens. So I think that's the general appeal of those and why they're so popular. Uh, you know, there's there's plenty of podcasts. I think this really, really is a good reason why they're popular. You have a million and one different genres. I listen to the Meat Eater podcast, which is primarily about hunting. It's mm-hmm. it's about hunting. It's Stephen Ranella. He has the show Meat Eater, which I cannot recommend enough. It's about hunting. He's going to talk about hunting. And then you've got the Joe Rogan experience. It right. could be about anything, but you know it's going to be about drugs. And finally, <laughs> you've got the Andrew Clavin show. And Andrew Clavin is one of the boys of the Daily Wire. You may yeah. have heard of some of the other ones, like uh, Michael Knowles, who's pretty well Michael known. Michael Knowles is my boy. And Ben Shapiro, who's not like super popular, but he's kind of up there. He's <laughs> of, of all the conservative commentators, he's not like he's not the big boy, but he's at the table, the kids' table. He can't fit at the adults' table. <laughs> but Andrew Clavin is like. The old man who's kind of seen all this before, you know, he's seen all the political ploys and their tricks and he kind of thinks it's a little funny. You know, he's not mm-hmm. as we danger alarm, DEFCON 5. He laughs in his podcast and he makes jokes and he talks about, oh, I've seen this before. No, 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 that's mm-hmm. not going to work. And, you know, yeah. right there you got hunting and you've got drugs and hunting and you've got <laughs> politics and Joe and Joe. Especially Joe's, I think it can. The topic can vary wildly depending on the oh, guest. Yeah. Like one of my like favorite. Ours. Yeah, exactly. It, you know, our podcast is a lot like Joe Rogan's in both mm-hmm. content and viewership. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, one of my favorites with Joe Rogan is not with Jordan Peterson. It's actually with Cameron Haynes, where they talk about elk hunting, and it's there's mm-hmm. one of with course. a with Bill Burr. Will Bill Burr shits on the Aquaman poster. Have you seen that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Aquaman standing in front of the waterfall. Bill Burr just goes, how does he not get water in his gloves? <laughs> and it's great. And he's got he's got his fight podcast where he talks about MMA. And that's it's it's a lot like it's a very Rogan thing to do where he talks about things like bow hunting and MMA, where he goes yeah. really deep into these really technical aspects that you need the extended time slot for you know mm-hmm. joe rogan's podcast with uh jordan peterson they're like two and a half hours long and none of that time is really wasted you know you're listening to stuff and you you can absorb this information you can stay engaged for the entire time and you can really hone in on what they're saying and that's another yeah. thing podcasts can be a little shorter like ours nice 40 mm-hmm. minutes bing bam boom you're you're in you're out you're done. We talked about why I was popular. You can be like Joe Rogan, where you might talk about something for two and a half hours. Maybe it's out of necessity. Maybe it's out of necessity. Maybe it's just for fun. But if if it keeps you engaged, you know, especially on 
Like I said before, a long car ride. When I'm moving between school and home, that's about a three-hour drive. I'm going to pull up a podcast. I'm going straight yeah. to the Meat Eater Spotify. Speaking of hours, uh, apparently listeners spend an average of about six and a half hours per week. The, these are the dedicated listeners um, listening to podcasts, which sounds, I, I think sounds accurate to me because, I mean, that's a lot of time, though, if you think about it. Oh, yeah. Um, but you have to remember that, like we talked about before, they're doing, they're listening while they're doing other things. Like some people listen at work. I had, so, um, I work at target and for a while I was on the 4am team. Um, basically the store wasn't even open until 7am. So we would all come in at 4am. We're like half dead. Um, still dark outside. There aren't any people in the store. We could listen to our headphones while we're uh, stocking the shelves. Um, the beauty of that is that all the people around me were usually either listening to music or listening to podcasts. And I think that's the way it is for a lot of people who listen to podcasts. Um, so it's like, it's entertainment for the busy man. That's what I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's also entertainment for the thinking man. Um, because most podcasts do exacerbate some sort of, uh, thinking powers, um, you know, you're not thinking, powers. it's not <laughs> thinking powers. That was a weird way to say it, but you know, you know, when you turn on the radio, you hear what eighties music and country and, commercials. and then yeah. And commercials definitely. And then you turn on a podcast and you hear like, you know, geniuses like us discussing why things are popular. Geniuses. You know, there's, a, there's a difference there, you know, like yeah. we're, we're causing you to think hopefully or go we to hope, sleep. We hope you're thinking about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why some people listen is because some some people I, I've seen comments on Reddit, people talking about going to sleep, listening to podcasts because the sound of people's voices is comforting and it just makes you fall asleep, which is what, you know, if you fall asleep to our podcast, that's totally fine. A little weird, but that's yeah. totally fine. If you want to keep Spotify running so it just keeps running through them, gives us more views, <laughs> I'd appreciate that. <laughs> just, yeah. Not only are Have we chilling on, on social <laughs> Not only uh, don't chill on social media, we'll chill on her own podcast. <laughs> and I'm kind of wondering, like, what is an example of a comedic podcast? You said that was the most, uh, the most popular. I, What's an example? I know the. I wondered that too. But to be fair, would Joe Rogan be considered? Because think of the episodes with Joey Diaz on, where where Joey Diaz is like, "Look, Joe Rogan, <laughs> I was taking a dump outside." And, <laughs> I was on so many, you know, like I was taking a dump outside like while I was blowing a lot of coke. Yeah, I'm fat as shit, so that's really hard. <laughs> um, I don't know what what even classifies as a. I I don't know. I don't even listen. Me personally, I don't listen to podcasts that much. I I do watch them instead. Um, like I, on YouTube, I'll I listen to them up. fairly often. <laughs> And it's not even that. I listen to like just highlights and different reels of podcasts. Honestly, yeah. I always think I always like kind of move my head a little bit to look at my screen whenever I hear something along the lines of Jamie, pull that up. Because <laughs> I just <laughs> instinctively think about, oh, I should see what Jamie, what young Jamie's pulling up. <laughs> oh, <And> po- <coughs> podcasts. They're not just like a way to waste time either when you're working. It's a way right. to you can learn a lot through podcast. Yeah. And learn a lot. It's the same thing that we talked about with YouTube, where it's like exactly. another form of learning. And although I'd say different when we look at demographics, different from YouTube in that 
uh, it's not male dominated or as male dominated as um, YouTube is. Podcasts are like a ton of uh, women listen to podcasts. It's actually only a 52 48 male to female ratio. Um, So I I I hate podcasts now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now, the next thing, the thing that I actually want to talk about that's serious is the barrier to entry to listening and making a podcast. So Mm -hmm. to actually make this podcast, we don't need much. We have Audacity, which is a free program on the internet. I got my mic that I bought at Walmart. Uh, Chris has his mic that I don't even know where he got that. And then my dad, I don't even do any of the work. It's just Chris. (laughs) <laughs> he so so get your advice is basically get you a chris <laughs> yeah get get somebody else who will do everything for you and then say a bunch of stupid shit into a mic and shill on social media <laughs> i don't even chill on all the social media chris does instagram yeah what do you even do here again <laughs> i don't even work here <laughs> but right. yeah I, I get what you're saying it like all it takes is a microphone some sort of audio software and actually, so um, you can upload to SoundCloud. You can upload to YouTube. Uh, both of those are free. You can also, what we use is Anchor. Um, if any of you are interested, I might as well advertise for them because it's a really good website. I haven't had any problems with it. That's our like hosting service. So yeah. I, I upload everything to Anchor. I can upload as much as I want to, and it's very high quality. As you can hear, our voices sound beautiful right now. Um, and then you can just automatically have everything posted to every single website. So yeah, when you have nice. that, when you have that low barrier entry, and that because there's there's such a low like floor to like to get up to, but there's also yeah. such a high ceiling that mm-hmm. to move up through that and create a good podcast, you can really let your personality and your creativity shine through. Like, is there really? a podcaster who's even like Joe Rogan. And I know we mentioned Joe Rogan a lot, but realistically, he's on top of the podcasting scene. I don't know. True. He's probably got one of if not the most popular and most widely talked about and researched podcasts. And realistically, like you can see, you can hear and see his personality come through. He's a comedian, he tells a lot of jokes, but he also is a very uh very conscientious person. He thinks he's a thinker. You know, mm-hmm. when he's not high, he's a thinker. And he, <laughs> he, he really, Which isn't he's, often. he's inquisitive to his guests and he doesn't like try to lead them with his questions. He doesn't try to get them to say what he wants them to say. He tries to get them to express themselves in the most honest way possible. And that's why the low barrier to entry is really good for this. Me and Chris cool. started this podcast basically on a whim. Uh, yeah. And from that, we've developed our own style. We've developed mm-hmm. our own kind of series we have the wise x popular kind of thing which isn't the most common thing we have something that we were able to grab onto and we uh we have our me and chris as individuals we have our own certain ways of talking about things and discussing them why we think certain things are we're pretty similar in our values and our principles but other than that Mm -hmm. we have slightly different personalities and interests and talents yeah i know a lot more about movies well chris knows a lot more about music so we can talk mm-hmm. about soundscapes and we can talk about canvases and we can talk about uh, picture design, stuff like that. And when you have that kind of artistic expression, it gives you the best possible content and you can get some really good content out of a podcast. Mm-hmm. You can uh, you can have like uh, 
Andrew Clavin's podcast, where he tells you about the news and tells you about politics. And he obviously has a pretty heavy conservative bias, but he is an honest person. You've got the Meat Eater podcast, where it's uh, people who are very in tune with hunting and the laws, regulations, culture, and people who hunt. And they can talk to you about that, give you stories, give you advice. And they, you know, there's audience interaction with a lot of podcasts. You've got mail-ins and they answer questions, stuff like that. And that's good. When you have that low barrier to entry, it gives you the most possible influx of talent, personalities, and content. And that makes podcasts popular because you have True. all this stuff coming in and a lot of it is actually good. Podcasts, mm-hmm. I mean, they're good, right? That's why people yeah. listen to them. They wouldn't listen to them if they didn't enjoy it. It's something enjoyable mm-hmm. to listen to. And that is in huge part it because it's, it's an audio file. I send Chris an audio file. And my little good worker monkey just makes the internet <laughs> editing magic happen. And then it's all good. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. But also, so I want to, you've brought up a couple of um, conservative ones. I was going to like sort of tip the scale a little bit. I think a really good one, I had forgot that I uh, listened to this occasionally, but Under the Skin with Russell Brand. So do you know who Russell Brand yeah, is? Yeah, he's like the, the comedian. Yeah, he's the comedian. He did it. He did the uh, Get Him to the Greek movie, right? I like that. That was a good movie. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a funny guy. But he's also a really good, he's just a very broad thinker in general. Like he, he's had lots of people on his show. He has had Jordan Peterson actually on his show. And he's, it's refreshing, honestly. Like he's very, he's very open-minded, but he is not afraid to challenge people. The thing, That's see, good. Dave Rubin, for example, I like Dave, Dave Rubin's show as well because he's like, he's very good at interview style, but he's also very, um, Mayonnaise? I don't know what the word is. He's milk just toast. Like, milk toast. That's it. <laughs> mayonnaise. Um, <laughs> it, it's like he he never really gives his opinion. He's not very strong in his. Um, he's not a very like powerful person. He's not dominant in any way. So like to him, he sort of agrees with everyone. I think Freedom Tunes actually is a a very funny um, God, I love YouTuber. That shit. Yeah, it makes very funny cartoons. One one is that he just has Dave Rubin just like with all these different guests and he just keeps saying, I agree in different (laughs) ways. And it's very, very entertaining because it's also true. But, you know, I do like him not saying anything against him. But it is fun when you get that sort of um, when you challenge views. And I think that's what we like is when we see people. And that's what Russell Brand can do in, in his Under the Skin show. He does like challenge people and say, well, what if we thought of things this way? And he's just an incredibly smart individual. I think, you know, that people do like listening to that because there are, are different kinds of genres of um, podcasts. But one of them is like the conversational one. And then one I would say is more the interview style. So Joe Rogan has a little bit of both. And I think that's why he's popular. Um Ours is sort of more conversational, I'd say, because we're not necessarily like we do have guests on. We did we're have, trying a, to have more guests on with with Daniel. I think it was very interview style. Yes, it was because we were asking him about the furry community. But um, also, we're going to have a few more guests coming up, and those would be more interview style as well. Man, I but, can't wait for Thomas. <laughs> but um, I love Thomas so much. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so, what? But. When you have ones like more conversational ones, I think people are getting sort of tired of those, or at least 
I am in, in, in my personal opinion, because it's like, and not to hate on us, but there are some where people just like rattle on and on and they'll just like, it's basically you're listening to two or three or four people talk. I think, uh, what's his name? Joe Budden. His podcast is sort of this way. He's the guy that he's on the breakfast. He's a rapper, breakfast right? Club. Yeah. He's a rapper too. And, um, so he, his show is more like, like you'll have a couple of people and they're all just talking and like me, for me personally, I'm not really into that but um right i, got I can see why people would be because it's sort of i guess this is kind of sad but it like f- would fill the void of loneliness by making you believe people are actually talking to you um i need that brother <laughs> <laughs> or it could actually be that you just really like hearing people chat it up but that's the most i think that's the most common one because i'll i'll go around and listen to um uh, podcasts that are made by redditors i'll go on the podcast subreddit and listen to like, um, you know, starting off podcasts like ours, um, and see like what the competition's doing. Most of them are more conversational. It's just a bunch of like it'll be a couple of dudes just sitting around talking, and I think that's harder to like uh, like you said the barrier to entry is like you know that's really easy yeah. just sit around and talk with your friends. But it's the hard part is making content that's interesting enough that people are going to want to listen to you. Yeah, we work really hard so. on this, guys. <laughs> By we, I mean Chris. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so I actually wanted to do something. You know, in most uh-huh. of our podcasts, we have a list. It's like, what's yeah. our five favorite exercises? Something like that. And right, we didn't right. make one before this. But I've been thinking no. about this. When Chris brought up Dave Rubin, I wanted to mm-hmm. completely off the cuff and get what's really off the top of Chris's mind. And I have something off oh, the gosh. top of my head. What is he like a couple of outright moments or highlights in a podcast that really grab you and i can name a couple just for posterity first Um, one you know oh you're gonna go ahead uh, yeah yeah the first one is joe rogan talking about what would win in a fight a grizzly bear or a gorilla now this is a debate that i've had a lot a lot of times (laughs) and let me tell you i'm a woodsman i'm an outdoors i'm a sportsman i've been in and out of the woods hunting and fishing my entire life. Since my dad could put me in a backpack and okay. get in the pickup truck, I've been in the right. woods dealing Just with nature, and I will promise did. you, a grizzly bear would rock a gorilla, and it's not even close. <laughs> they're so big and strong. And another one, and I actually have more to talk about with, was on Dave Rubin's show. And he's uh, mm-hmm. he was interviewing something that someone that I particularly like. His name is Larry Elder. And this kind of, it was oh, one yeah. of... Ruben's more popular uh, clips where Larry Elder's talking about the movement called Black Lives Matter. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, Larry Elder was challenging their assumptions that about like uh, the relationship between African Americans, black people in the United States, and the police, where he was talking about, you know, they, they say a lot of things analogous to, you know, uh, the police are specifically targeting black people for X, Y, and Z purposes. They are specifically... Mm-hmm more threatening and more uh aggressive with black inmates and he went through the facts and he's like he pulled he referenced studies and he referenced statistics and he's like and he very bluntly said it's like no that's bs that's not true this narrative that they're constructing where the police are just these horrible racist bad guys that's just not true and that really stood out to me because david dave rubin is kind of a doormat sometimes right 
<laughs> yeah. I don't mean that in a bad way. You don't want to interrupt who, who, your interviewee when they're making a point. But Dave Rubin, mm-hmm. you know, he's more he's more aligned with the more classical liberal rather than a diehard Republican conservative that Larry Elder holds right. himself to the standard of. And yeah. Dave Rubin, even it's not just that I don't want to say he's a doormat because he's just more open-minded. That really showed me that he's willing to have people on his show that he doesn't agree with and talk to them and really let them finish their thoughts and absorb what they're saying. His mind can change mm-hmm. a little bit, stuff like that. All right, Chris, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, I was thinking, so, I, you know, I brought up Joey Diaz because I do love those stories. You know, Daniel... Wait, wait, if anyone who has listened to uh, Storytime with Stripey, the SoundCloud specials that we have, if you if you haven't listened to those, go to SoundCloud right now and listen to Daniel's stories. Because is he's Daniel hilarious. just a young version of Joey Coco Diaz? I I actually think that's it because like that's why I enjoy those stories. I guess it's it's just like reminds me of being Daniel's roommate for four years, but it's like you <laughs> those stories are just hilarious. He you know going out and like just taking a giant dump somewhere you know and i i the that it's the raw like it's just humor in its purest form um, exactly i can i can also like on a more inter- intellectual stance there was one dave rubin show i want to bring this one up as well it was like jordan peterson and eric weinstein i think and eric is like a so he's a mathematician um technically i, I think that's his like title but he's just like this really brilliant dude and the thing i like about him is that he is not like dave rubin and that he will he has a little more oomph to him right he is willing to tell people when they're wrong and he he commands the room in a strange way even when he's not talking very much he has sort of a a power over the room that you you can't it's it's hard to explain you you know everyone knows i think what i get you, i about, think i get what you're talking about yeah yeah um you can tell when someone is controlling the conversation in general and i just i loved seeing him and jordan peterson um talk about different things because they're i just like seeing people that are way smarter than me talking about <laughs> you know things that I, I love that too <laughs> they're really smart about and something i loved is that dave rubin at the end he went through uh like he asked what is something that you would both or what is something you would say is your weakness right now and i thought that was a really good question to ask like what is something you would not want to talk about because you know nothing about and jordan peterson was the first to say you know so many things um and i i think that's i respect that because it's hard you know it's easy to act like you're the expert in everything but we yeah. can't be the expert in everything. It's literally impossible. You know, there's some things we just don't know about and you're going to be like, you're not going to do well in a conversation about that if you don't know anything about it, you know? Exactly. Um, so that that was a, a moment that I really enjoyed as well. I, I can't think of any others off the top of my head. I'll probably think of them after the podcast is and this over. Is, this is what I wanted to talk about. Podcasts can be like two and a half, three hours long, right? Yeah. As opposed to uh, a cable news broadcast, CBS, MSNBC, Fox News, they're going to mm-hmm. be, you're getting at most like maybe a minute to talk about stuff because you're extremely limited by things like advertisements and by yeah. bandwidth allocation. But in mm-hmm. podcast, 
you know, you're getting two and a half, three hours to really delve into something. It's not right. It's it's more it's less like a lecture and more like an entire class. You can yeah. add, you know, you can really get into it. You're not tuning into something just to hear one random dude that maybe knows what he's talking about talk for like 15 seconds. <laughs> and a lot of time on the cable news broadcasts, they don't even try to make a good point. They try to get their little gotcha moments. I think mm-hmm. Ben Shapiro talked about this. Uh, he said, you know, when you go on cable news, when you go on these broadcasts, the best thing that you can hope for is like one a good one-liner for 15 seconds that blows up on the internet and makes people come to you and see what you really have to say and actually what you really think in context and with uh, a greater amount of detail. And it's, you know, podcasts really allow for that. I wouldn't, you wouldn't really know uh, what half these people believe in depth if you just went by uh, cable news because Jordan Peterson, like we said before, very misrepresented in modern culture. If you watch the podcast that he's on, he really goes into like why he believes this stuff, and he, you know, mm-hmm. that caricature that they that has been built of him, of this mean, mad old white man, to use some idiot's words, uh, mm. Michael Eric Dyson, right? Yeah, tried to caricature him as a mean, mad old white man, and he's really not. You know, you go on the Joe Rogan podcast, and he's smiling and laughing, and sometimes he's serious, and sometimes he's silly. And you can mm-hmm. absorb what he's saying uh, in a more complete way. Do you think that attention spans are changing? I think they're getting because shorter. Specifically, I, mine. Do you really? Be, well, okay. <laughs> I because I've been looking at this lately. Actually, there's been this like outbreak of YouTubers, and you know, with podcasts, YouTube videos are getting longer. Podcasts are really, really long. Like you said, two to three hours. People are listening to that, and they're like, they're actually going through it. All right, and let me, so you, let me tell you something you, about like, YouTube. Oh, were you were you done? Well, I was just gonna finish this off saying like, that was not a thing really that much before. Like, I feel like there was a a period when the internet first came out where it was everything needed to be as quick and you know, rapid as possible. Like it, I used to look at a YouTube video and be like 10 minutes long. Come on. <laughs> but now I look at a YouTube video and I'm like only 10 minutes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So here's my spiel on that. So the okay. reason the, there's a couple, uh, two that I can think of off the top of my head, two big reasons YouTube videos are getting longer and why podcasts are really, uh, coming in and taking a huge chunk out of the YouTube space. Uh, when YouTube first started to really hit it and really become a household name, it became big because of Minecraft. Because Minecraft was a very popular game among younger people that uh, really were on YouTube a lot. And back then, bandwidth was a much bigger factor. Now that Mm -hmm. we have different amounts of bandwidth and there's a lot more to go around, it's easier, internet connections are faster and stuff, it's much easier to allocate a bigger YouTube video to you. It's much easier to load that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But... The really big thing uh, has to do with ads. For a long time, uh, YouTubers who are professional YouTube content creators, uh, they would make videos and specifically make them to be 10 minutes long. And the reason for that was for the mid-roll ads. And that was if a YouTube video was 10 minutes or longer, 
then they could right. get two sets of advertisements in that video. More money. Yeah, more money, more problems. So, mm. <laughs> and with that sort of thing, and that has uh, since even more translated because YouTube's algorithm favors watch time. It doesn't really go on views as much as it did in the early days of YouTube, where viral videos became viral because it got shared a bunch. A lot of people watched it and got that view count number real high. But now, yeah. you know, they measure the amount of time that people actually spend watching it. If you go into a YouTube video, don't like it within 15 seconds and just close out, that's accounted for. And YouTube, mm -hmm. uh, because it's hard to make money off of YouTube, because how much resources have to be allocated to keep it running, they want the watch time. They want people to see those ads. They want that sort of thing because they keep track of this stuff, and that's how they sell their space to advertisement companies. They give data and charts and stuff like that. It's like uh, people who watch this channel watch it this much. It gets a lot of views, and it gets a lot of watch time. So people are going to see your ads, not just see the videos that they're on. Mm -hmm. So it was, well, that's, it was yeah. bandwidth and money. And that's how podcasts came into it. Because a podcast, low barrier to entry, so anybody with a camera, which is mm. like the how most YouTube professional YouTube content creators got their start. So now all you need is a camera and a microphone, relatively simple to create a podcast, and boom. You've got long videos that you can stuff with ads and make money and get that watch time going because you don't need to be watching the video. You just need to be listening to it. So you're saying that <coughs> money, the, the seeking of ad revenue has made for longer uh, podcasts and because, videos. Because, you know, if you're going to make a podcast, it's not free to make a podcast. There's a low barrier to entry, but it's not free. You know, you have to pay your electricity bill. You have to buy, that's, you have to pay your electricity bill, you have to pay your internet bill, if you're doing it over the internet yeah. like we are. Um, you have to have a computer. You have to have a computer, you gotta have a mic, all that stuff yeah. factors into it, and people that really wanna work hard, make content, they're gonna try to make money off of it. So podcasts right. are really getting big into YouTube because it's a way for YouTube content creators to make content, and assuming that people go to their YouTube channel a lot, they probably like who the content creator is and they maybe want to hear what they think about things it's a mm -hmm. way to make content that their fans will like that they can make money off of yeah because everybody's got a podcast now come on yeah that's true and you know i even saw one of my um a, a girl i knew from high school like posted on her instagram story that she was starting a podcast and i was like wow is everyone really going to do this and yeah. you know i just thought of we really thought else. we were special i know we we were like <laughs> but we're not special at all, apparently. So I was thinking about the demographic thing, how it how it goes all the way up until like, um, you know, 50 years old, stuff like that. Um, I was thinking, you know, probably the reason for that is that it's, uh, it's a format that we're all comfortable with. You know, everyone has listened to the radio and people grew up listening to the radio. Yeah. And it's something, it's not really a change, you know, for example, like YouTube is kind of a big change. Um, I'd say, you know, w when you have, um, well, like, I'm trying to, the caffeine's kicking in, my, <laughs> my brain's not working anymore. Um, so, like, the the older people are going to be more used to a listening format where you, you know, because they're, they're exactly. good at, like, yeah. focusing on what someone is saying and explaining to you. Um, we also enjoy, like, 
lecture style things where you're listening, you know, to someone talking to you because kids can relate to that because, well, kids as in, you know, everyone who's gone to school because you've had teachers and professors talking to you and that's how you've gotten all of your information your whole life. This is all you know is someone (laughs) telling you things. So it's like in, in the end, it makes total sense. I think that's probably the biggest reason is that like, you know, someone talking to you is the way that you've gotten information your whole life. And it just feels natural to us at this point. And so, and it's also easy. Like you can, you can just like, Go to iTunes right now, type in Mountain Meditations, and you can just listen to our podcast. And Do you want to repeat that, that just in case they didn't hear that? That um, last you part? Can go Mountain Meditations. <laughs> <laughs> listen to us, please. For your boys. <laughs> yeah, it's very natural and it's very familiar. You know, you've been talking to people your whole life. You've had people yeah. talking to you your whole life. Yeah. Why not have people talk to you that actually want to listen to for once? Mm-hmm. Did you want to go to school? Probably not. No. But do you want to watch Jordan Peterson talk about drugs? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) So I think we I think we pretty much covered it today. That Yeah. All right. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. Yeah, see you next week. This was Mountain Meditations, why are podcasts popular? We'll see you next week. I'm Chris and uh Bye-bye. follow us on everything. Please. Bye-bye. Come on. <laughs> right now. All right, bye everybody. Bye.